Homes.com knows that when it comes to home shopping, it's never just about the house or condo. It's about the home. And what makes a home is more than just the house or property. It's the location and neighborhood. If you have kids, it's also schools, nearby parks, and transportation options. That's why Homes.com goes above and beyond to bring home shoppers the in-depth information they need to find the right home. And when I say in-depth, I'm talking deep. Each listing features comprehensive information about the neighborhood, complete with a video guide. They also have details about local schools with test scores, state rankings, and student-to-teacher ratio. They even have an agent directory with the sales history of each agent. So when it comes to finding a home, not just a house, this is everything you need to know all in one place. Homes.com. We've done your homework. With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It is Friday, July 14th. It is Bastille Day. So, uh, hey, happy French people. Happy Bastille Day. Uh, and for everyone else, it's uh, a Friday in the summer. And uh, because of all of our uh, shenanigans with making vacation schedules, et cetera, we're going to do another email episode today. So I'm sorry, Martine, truly. And I'm sorry to all of you who like to hear your voices on the air. We're going to get back to that. I promise. But, you know, this is how things go. And we also want to make sure that we're able to answer questions that are from shy people. So if you have a financial question and you want us to answer it on the air and you don't want to join us live, just go to jillonmoney.com and click the contact us button. Uh, if you do want to come on the air, all you have to do is check that little box. It's very easy. While you're on the website, check out our new service. It's Jill on Money Live. Mark, how are the subscription levels going? Holding steady at the moment, you know, things tend to tick upward as a webinar is approaching. So right now we're, you know, we just had our most recent webinar. So I think there's a bit of a lull right now. Oh, I want, I don't like lulls. That's not good at all. I want people signing up like crazy for $35. You have access to quarterly live webinars and lots of special bonus content. So check it out. This is Mark's annuity. You've got to help us build this thing. Otherwise, you know, he's on, he's on the hook with me for a long time. So if you uh, would like to do that, you'll see all of the information on the website, jillonmoney.com. All right, let's do some emails. This is John from Oregon who says that he and his spouse are retired and they're looking to set up a CD ladder to safely hold money that we would like to access over the coming year. And they really want to avoid risk to the principal. They've got an advisor at UBS who manages their investment account. And he said he could set up a treasury ladder for the low, low price of 15 basis points, noting that treasuries are not subject to state tax. Look, I think that there's two things. One is, it is kind of cheap, 15 basis points. I don't know how much money that guy is or gal is um, actually managing for you. Maybe just say, oh, let's, let's make this person work a little bit. What I would do is I would say, okay, what is my tax equivalent rate of return? less your fee 
of 15 basis points. Let's make them work. And then tell them to set up a little grid for you and say, do a three, six, nine, 12 month, right? So every three months, do let's look at the ladder and say, what is the tax equivalent fee net of your costs? And compare it. You can do treasuries, uh, but yourself, but it is a little bit more of a, it's a little bit more complicated. Um, so that's what I would do. And also it does make it easier because that means that all the money's in one place. So let this dude or dudette or person just work for the money. I like that. Okay. TA is uh, 61 years old and uh, my husband and I are both 61 actually. They're retired. They've got traditional IRA balances, $1.8 million. Hmm, no debt. They live comfortably on $6,000 a month. Full retirement at 67 will be roughly $7,000 a month. Wow. Uh, We're planning to self-fund our long-term care, of which we have $55,000 already in a health savings account. We are planning to draw down the IRA up to the 22% tax bracket and invest what we don't spend in a taxable account. My question is whether or not it makes sense for us to consider a life insurance retirement plan as opposed to a Roth conversion to save on future taxes. Well, you know, it would really depend on doing a comparison of what the costs are. You know, it's funny, these two questions, Mark, are really about the cost of doing something and the potential reward. So I'm not so hip on life insurance retirement plans because what usually would happen is that if you draw that, if you draw down the IRA, right, and you put it into a life insurance policy, if you need it down the line, whatever you accumulate in that policy will essentially be taxed at whatever ordinary tax bracket you're in at the time. Versus if you do a Roth conversion and use that money, the money's already been taxed. There's no, there will be nothing that you have to pay in the future, but you'll eat up some of the money on the conversion itself. And considering that you're going to have full retirement at 67 and seven grand a month, and you can live comfortably on six grand a month, I'm not exactly sure why we're totally freaked out about our retirement and using our life insurance policy when it sounds like you're in pretty great shape. So my quick analysis would be that I think you would probably be better off with a Roth conversion. Mark, do you have a, a different opinion about that? No, and I'm I'm not even sure if they need to do conversions or just, you know, they have basically 10 years to just start taking the money out. Yeah, it could be either way. Just pull the money out, pay the tax due and be done. Kathy wants to retire in December of this year. Kathy is single. She's going to be 64 in December. $51,000 a year in current income and her expenses are about $2,400 a month. She's got 4,500 bucks at 0% on a credit card. She said that's going to be paid off by December. Okay, great. Okay, here we go. Social security at full retirement age would be, which is 66 in 10 months, will be $2,150. So not quite the amount of money she needs. 403B and 457 plan looks like she has uh, about 60, 70 grand. She'll have a pension benefit. (laughs) of $2,200. No problem here. She's got $2,200 and she's going to have social security two years later of another $2,100. This is all good. I'm going to move south. She's pur- purchased land, 
paid for, an old house with a mortgage of $88,000 remaining. Uh, not sure at this time, the estimated market value of of $127,000. I don't know whether I should do home repairs or updates on the house. No, don't do anything. Just sell it as is. She wants to start to build a small home um, when she moves to Arkansas. And she says, I'm looking at an annuity. Your thoughts? Oh, my God. Hard no. Do not buy an annuity. If anything, all you need to do is, if you want to wait to collect Social Security, pull the money out of the 403B, then the 457, whichever one is better, I don't know, and use that to live on. Done. Stop buying these products. Everybody's selling your products. Just no, no products. Let's do the simplest solution, okay? This note is from Deborah, who is 63 and her husband is 65 and has been diagnosed with Parkinson's nine years ago. She says, we've got a million dollars in IRAs, cash, CDs, savings, and assets, including a house which is paid for. I need an estate planner to try to prepare for the event that either of us could need a nursing home. Trying to qualify for Medicaid to cover nursing home care. Question, is $4,000 cost of a planner a reasonable expenditure for our financial level? She said her hourly fee is $450, but most things are a flat rate. And from what I described, she said it would be about $4,000. It's a very interesting question because I'm not sure, depending on how these assets are um, divvied up, I'm not sure what you're going to do to deplete the money in your name. So the first thing I would do is check out the rules around Medicaid in the state in which you live as to how much money you can keep in your own name and still qualify. That's number one. Otherwise, Mark, would you hire, these usually are not estate planning attorneys. They're usually, they're usually senior care attorneys. And it's been a little bit of a shady business for a while um, how do you feel about trying to park some of this money, Mark, so that they can qualify for Medicaid? I don't know if four thousand is the right is the reasonable amount. Yeah, that I don't know. I mean, for if it's an estate attorney who's doing everything for them, and you know they're dealing with the Parkinson's diagnosis, uh, it could be the right number. I don't know. Yeah, that's what. I, yeah, that's what I was thinking as well. It sounds like maybe this would be fine. Um, and maybe just ask around a little bit, people you know, but you should also have somebody who really has expertise in this area. I don't have the expertise in that. I don't really, all I know is that a lot of people who are, who are encouraged to move assets out of their name and into annuities and, and there's a lot of shenanigans and I just get very nervous about this. So you really better check in and make sure this person is qualified and do a little reconnaissance in, in your area just to find out who else is doing work like this. And maybe even talk to, if you use an accountant or a CPA, I would maybe check in with that person as well. Okay. Well, that is it. That is the program. It's Friday. And you know, I like to do some business on Friday. That means I'm going to mention the fabulous Joel Goodman, who composed our music for this program. Mark, I think this is the last day that Karen Cranick is our web queen. Are you ready to take over the throne? Uh, I have taken over. She's out. You've already bumped her. I mean, thank you so much for Karen for bringing us into this um, this century and maybe this decade. Uh, Karen's been working with us for how long now, Mark? A few years, right? No, I don't think it's been a few. I mean, maybe like a year and a half. Really? 
Oh, we got the we got her wife a job in that time. So I mean, God. Uh, anyway, we love Karen and we um, wish her well with her much bigger and more lucrative client than us. Mark, that's the guy you're hearing. He's the executive producer. He's the co-host of the other broadcasts. He's now the web king. He does everything. And we are distributed by Cadence 13. Please, please do something nice for someone else today. It's going to make that person feel good. It's going to make you feel even better. Change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Do you know a high schooler who is a natural leader and loves to give back to their community? The Leukemia and Lymphoma Society's Student Visionaries of the Year program might be the perfect opportunity. Forming strong teams to support them, Student Visionaries of the Year candidates fundraise for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society in honor of a pediatric blood cancer survivor in their local community. This seven-week philanthropic leadership development program helps students gain valuable life skills like project management, communication, financial literacy, and entrepreneurship. Not to mention, it looks great on college applications. But most importantly, it's a chance for students to engage in meaningful work within their community and make a real impact on the lives of blood cancer patients and their families. Learn more about Student Visionaries of the Year or nominate a student at lls.org students. That's lls.org students.